Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Hey Sexy, this episode is brought to you by Bevel. The good folks at Bevel are the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. I use my Bevel razor all the time. I'm like completely addicted with it. I feel like Sweeney Todd or someone fancy. And it's just a, a beautiful blade. It comes with all the perfect like oils and creams for your skin. And it doesn't irritate my skin. I don't really have to worry about razor bumps or dryness or anything like that anymore. So it's super dope. Make sure you check out getbevel.com today and use code the read to get 20% off your first month at getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com for you girls that need some assistance on letters and such. Now let's start the show. Got to let it show. Do do do. I'm coming out. Uh-huh. Come on. That's <laughs> <laughs> really my favorite part of the, the song. The part where you get to just screech. Come on. <laughs> it's just okay. like the best part of that song. You know what? Whatever Diana Ross is so it. good for like a nice like outbursts like and it just sounds so pretty anyway everyone i am diana floss and i am um miss seely tracy ellis floss what is wrong with you evan floss (laughs) for what (laughs) and ashley simpson um and this is the read (laughs) i don't know i'm just like kind of in like a a ross mood a ross mood i'm so addicted to blackish Oh, Such it's, a good yeah, show. It is really good. Oh, every episode's a delight. I read um, something that said Diane was one of like the top characters on TV this season, that youngest daughter. I can't really? remember. Yeah, some somebody did like a ranking of the best TV characters and they Everyone were like, loves Diane the, the older like, kids. Well, Diane is the youngest, the little girl. The oh, Diane girl. is the young one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was about to say, like, the no, oldest. No, 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 no. Like, I mean, I think the cast is fantastic. But I've that had, like, youngest a, daughter is just... A lot of people have been, like, talking about how much they love all of the characters yes, for different reasons. Yes, I really do. But yeah, Diane is my favorite. I really like them the all. The twins are my favorite. Because Diane is, like, so precocious, and she's the kind of kid that really would get on your nerves. When she had half Otherwise, her hair done when the grandma came off. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so good. She's just adorable. I, I, but I really do. I love the whole cast. That show is so good. Um, first of all, I just want to make, uh, make some very quick shout outs. First of all, shout out to New Orleans. Um, oh yes. <laughs> very fantastic city. Very uh, aggressive show. Yes. Uh, we had some Hennessy and, and Grand Marnier came through and, and blessed the place with 
with cocktails mm-hmm. and you guys took full advantage of that yeah so we um, do appreciate our friends at Hennessy so much for coming through once again and just being dope I also tasted so many so many amazing things um like like I had mothers I don't even remember what kind of po' boy that was <laughs> but it was just perfect and then I had like a fish po' first of all the Popeyes is like like cataclysmic mm. cata- what is the word cataclysmic cataclysmically better sure. yeah okay or that that's a word that I was going for yes it mm. is it's much better than like every other Popeyes in the nation um it really is for some reason it's way better in Louisiana I also tasted pralines. Yes. Like, oh I thought God. that that was always something that they just swirled into Bluebell. That's, no, but like I they didn't made know it was like something that cream. you can just, like, actually, like, pick up in your hand and put in your mouth and yeah. be blessed. Mm-hmm. What? The, the Your reaction, like, you fell out in the middle of the street. Just, like, could not even handle how so good they are. So delicious. Yes, they are. They're so sweet, though. The culture there is phenomenal. The oh, music. Ben Yay's <laughs> bitch. Okay, first of all, I wasn't even sure that we were going to be able to get them. But then, you know, my manager pointed out that there was like a 24 hour one around the corner from where we were staying. And so you, Asante, and I walked our asses down to Cafe Dumont mm-hmm. and we got beignets and like coffee. At whatever time in the middle of the right, night. That's ridiculous. And I ate six of them by myself. <laughs> and they're just I can't wait back. I can't wait to go back to New Orleans. Yeah. And before we get off the topic of eating, I just want to say that you made brownies. <laughs> Can you because you talked about these before we went I brought just story. like the last piece that you I have. You still have that? I brought one piece just so I could take a bite of it. Didn't I make so those that I could fully ago? give you like there's one bite left and I, feel I just like want to I made those you, 2 weeks ago. I, d- I definitely did. No. A week and a half ago. Whatever. Okay. Either way. Oh my god. That holds up well because this is are so fucking good oh my god like what so they asked me for if you don't know over thanksgiving asante asked me to make like a turtle cheesecake brownie and i did and then we kind of went over it again and made some adjustments to the recipe and so it's a lot better and now. you put an actual whole black ass christmasy ass turtle on top well, of it that's just festive to put a real turtle No, that in. is just fucking perfection is what it is. <laughs> and how black ass dare you not share these treats with us on a regular basis? Just, we just invented it like two weeks ago. God damn it, more. <laughs> okay. Well, they are so good. I'm glad you like them. I, I, Asante sent me some sad face yesterday on the internet, so I thought something was really wrong, and I texted him. I was like, what's up? And he said, I just ate my last brownie. And that's like, how I feel. You really? Like, it's 1130. Like, I thought something was wrong. I took a bite out of it today and flipped over my MacBook. I was so goddamn frustrated. <laughs> They're delicious. Anyway, so Black Excellence this week goes out to an 11-year-old girl from Detroit by the name of Asia... Newson. I don't know if you saw this little girl. Um, she has a business. She's co-founder and CEO of a business called Super Business Girl. Yes. All right. Thank you to the cross. She approaches people like on the street and she sells them 
uh, homemade candles. She makes candles, melts her own wax and colors and uses oh, wow. all kinds of scents and makes candles at home with her mom. Um, and I think her dad is like her manager or something like that. She hits the streets okay. and she sells people these candles for 20 bucks a pop and she makes her bread because she is a business savvy young lady. 11 Work. years old and she's like, I just need a simple donation of, of $20 <laughs> is the investment that I'm asking for from you. And that covers the she uses this money to buy like food and clothes for needy children in Detroit oh. and she also uses the money to buy her own school supplies and her own school clothes wow. um, and she's just so bright oh, and she just so has cute. like so much um, faith in her city okay. and she, she should have a website she does um, oh, well, damn. she has a website she also has uh, a group called Bamboo Detroit that she hooks up with. This is a group that I guess works with like small businesses and entrepreneurs. Um, and they're like completely blown away by how business savvy she is. She mm-hmm. coaches other young kids <laughs> on At how 11. to also sell out on the street. Like wow. she is like That's king of this shit right now. <laughs> so work. shout out to her. Congratulations. Um, make sure that you look up uh, Super Business Girl. Um, Dustin should be very proud. That's a hometown win for him. Yeah. And yeah, okay. shout out to Asia Newsom of Detroit. Congratulations, years Asia. Old. So I'm going to get some of her candles. You know what? I should too. I'm a candle kind of yeah, you know, I enjoy feline candles. myself. <laughs> Bitch, I won't do this with you today. What? I won't. All right. So this week on What You Talking About, Bitch, is. Um, Let's start with this show that the girls are pissed off about. So, I think Mona, I'm pretty sure it's Mona, is behind this new show on VH1 called Sorority Sisters. Mm-hmm. And Sorority Sisters is like, it's like loving hip-hop the yard. <laughs> it really is. If, like, yes, that's exactly it. It's like if loving hip-hop... Stomp the stomp. weave, Atlanta. Okay, don't... So, yes, there's this new show on VH1, and it's featuring all of these members of some of the Divine Nines. You know, I watched the extended preview, and I wasn't sure which motherfucking sorority we were talking about Mm -hmm. here. Like, I knew that it was supposed to be more than one, but apparently it's like a whole heap of fucking sororities. Well, there's four um, sororities in the Divine Nine and five fraternities, so... The AKAs, the Deltas, the SG Rose. Oh, so it's all of them. So every last one of them, I think, is represented. But I think it's, like, not equal. Like, I think the Deltas have six girls on that show. I think... How many episodes? I think... I I don't know. Like, I don't... Because I watched just enough of it for me to tell it was going to be some shit, and then I (laughs) cut it off. Like, the internet is going to be mad about this, and I don't care enough to get myself worked up. All I watched was the extended preview. Yeah. Because I I could tell from Jump it was going to be And I laughed for a smooth 23 minutes. Did you really? Yes, I did. Because where the fuck are they going with this? Now, apparently... um, the AKAs, Deltas, the Zetas, Sigmas, all of these girls have been coming together. Well, I don't know if they've been coming together, but they have all been like petitioning for the advertisers to pull from this sorority sisters show. Mm-hmm. And so far, apparently Carmex, Hallmark, and the motion picture Selma 
have all yanked their ads from sorority sisters, which thank God Selma did. <laughs> like, like if, if nobody else did, get this shit because you saw Annie was all up and through loving hip hop. Like, and it was just like this is tragic. Like, we this were... is what Cuban Janae had to work so hard for. She had to deal with white people calling her cunts and all kinds right. of shit at five years old. And this is what you like. We had to, we had the TV on VH1, and literally every commercial was at least one Annie promo. Like, my God. That said, watch Love and Hip Hop on Monday yes, to get like a sneak peek. Why is that? Let's not do this. I, I mean, I'm sure that the marketing is effective. I just, it hurts my heart. My thing is, why are we so upset now? Like, I understand that this is, it's, prob- it's displaying your organizations in a light that you don't appreciate, which mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah. But what's the difference between these heifers being on here with half their head shaved off, sitting on here looking like like the cowardly lioness or some shit like yeah. Like the Cowardly Lion does Magic I City. I won't do this. And you coming you. through here, like talking about, oh, hey, girls, you know, scholarship, sisterhood, and success, or whatever. <laughs> What is it? Scholarship? Whatever it is. They all have different taglines. And, um, you know, and y'all are pissed off about that and you have every right to be. But what's the difference between that and these heifers on Love and Hip Hop scratching each other's eyes out? It's still a whole bunch of black women being embarrassed. Like, I don't understand. Well, I've seen two different arguments for that. And one is that, like, people who are in fraternities and sororities are supposed to be better than that or like representative of the town 10th or whatever which I just feel is utter bullshit like just because you went to college just because you pledged just because you went grad so y'all some cafe Olay ass niggas you just like a little bit more special right like just because you managed to do these things does not mean that you are above this and like those black people get on TV and act like that is fine but when it's one of us and it's an issue like that I feel is complete bullshit you're a baked potato and these girls are they're salt and vinegar chips I guess I don't know what that was supposed to mean no it's fine but you know what I'm trying to say but the other argument I feel like it's all ridiculous the other argument is that these girls are on TV like deliberately representing their letters and their behavior is being associated with those letters. So it's like an issue because not not because you black and on TV, because obviously black people have been on TV acting ass for a long time and y'all wasn't petitioning shit. But it's more of the fact that you are getting on TV and acting like K Michelle and then like wearing your letters while you do it. Like of course K Michelle, who managed to give a statement about this and I just don't even know why. Because she was saying that Ain't she like supposed is she, she like is an Delta. honorary Delta or something? I know, I think she's a real one but she was because who the fuck would have given her honorary status after college like k michelle had to have pledged nobody would look at her behavior now and be like i want her in my organization (laughs) so but she did some statement talking about you know it's tacky to be on tv acting like that if you in your letters are representing delton this uh, see we will get to her old mud watermouth ass in just a second we will get to her i see the point of don't get on tv acting an ass in your letter sis like don't roll up and be like I'm SG Row and I'm gonna beat all these bitches asses and I suck your man's dick and what the fuck you gonna do about it and I'll fuck him in the union if I want to like I get that 
but all this other shit about we supposed to be better than that and we went to college so we too good for that like fuck y'all y'all ain't better than girl nobody. of course they're going to that's the whole angle of the damn show the right. only reason that they have a show to to talk about and and wear their their instagram shoes on mm-hmm. is because someone came up to them and said we're doing a reality show about black sororities would mm-hmm. you like to be a part of it yes i want to be on tv and so girl in order for me to be on tv in this capacity i have to talk about my letters I don't see why people are even surprised about that. You just don't want them to come on here because you feel like they're embarrassing the the organization that you're a part of, right. which is fine. But in my mind, that still ain't no damn different mm-hmm. than all of these other women who are on here talking about how they live underneath whomever's home or whoever's house right. and this is their mama and that's their boyfriend and this is the nigga I fucked. It's the same shit as black women embarrassing themselves because it's entertaining. So right. I don't. I mean, I really don't. I'm not moved one way or the other by it because I stopped watching them garbage ass reality shows a long ass time ago. Yeah, I can't do it. So I just, this is just another one. As far as I'm concerned, I didn't pledge any of the social organizations. So I don't really have no type of feeling about that at all. But girl, you can't be surprised when everybody else is just looking at y'all like, okay, I mean. All I'm saying is, don't be trying to get you know this show snatched off of motherfucking TV and then when Love and Hip Hop Atlanta comes back around you watching the series premiere that, but I mean, my co-worker is a that's I, just how I feel I feel like the Deltas are the maddest like I've seen more outrage from the Deltas I guess because <laughs> there's so many of them represented so poorly on the show and my they co-worker all seem to be, be, they all seem to be represented quite poorly my co-worker told me that she wore her Delta shirt to the gym yesterday and the attendant at the gym was like, oh, that's the girls from that show. That's how y'all be acting or something like that. She was like, really, bitches? Like, it already. Like, it's been one day and already she's getting, like, negative backlash for it. Like, that sucks. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you, though, because y'all been acting. Black people have been being on TV doing dumb shit for a long ass time now, so oh well some white people but black people just seem to be the ones that always get mentioned for being on TV because white people are on these shows rich out of their motherfucking privileged as fuck and throwing wine in each other's faces too and nobody says anything about that oh like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and every other reality show with white people on it <laughs> it's like that's just reality TV now is they sell you drama and whatever All it's it trash yeah. it just is I'm just saying anyway so speaking of um Soros. No. K Michelle um, so is we, taking this whole. We are gonna do that. You know this attempt to to sell hearts, whatever. I get. I don't know how it's going. I don't. I don't. I, I heard she's got hearts for sale or something like that. Okay. Well, that's her business. Um. Apparently, this album that she's released or working on is inspired by Idris Elba, whom she. Uh, slept with (laughs) if you say so I'm not I don't give a fuck about her and I feel like she's really playing up all this little bit of attention I don't even know if this story is real but if it is I feel like she's been giving it as much attention as she possibly can so people can keep talking this is why she sucks so bad Mm -hmm. like she sucks she is garbage Uh, for the longest time for as long as I don't even know since she's been doing this whole Roger and Hammerstein ass whatever the fuck it is this bullshit this musical why are you like this <laughs> fucking third period ass drama room whatever whatever the hell she's doing um 
there have been people asking her about Idris Elba because she will enter like she's been implying that they've had sex. Like I remember seeing several headlines, and when I would read the interview, it's basically her in the way of like what she. Okay, it's kind of like she'll be like, "Oh, you know, Idris and El- Idris and I are like great friends. Oh, girl, we're great." <laughs> Like, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. She will, in her own way, she'll find a way to basically say, "Hey, girl, we fucked," without saying it. Right, like we're the best of friends. So, so close every night. And his penis really close. is just so huge. So it's like, did you? How do you? Are you saying you slept with Idris Elba? Oh, you know, I'm not here to talk about that. What? But girl, you. B- so, <clears throat> if we're not here to talk about sex, why are we bringing up genitals? So then, in a recent interview, I think she said something about like now she's just come forward and completely talking about it, whereas before she was trying to act like she was being coy or whatever. Yeah. Now she don't talk about how it was like an eight month situation, and she started talking to him right after, like right after she found out that he had gotten someone pregnant that so, someone being his fiance i believe who i think just had a baby or is about to have a baby wait did you say she started talking to him right after she found out she said that when she met him she knew that he had gotten someone pregnant but she didn't know the extent of the situation what kind of bird ass metro pcss <laughs> excuse is that bitch what really girl what the fuck are you even talking about so, so you knew Okay. You mean to tell me you couldn't Google? She, she even said, like, you know, I wasn't even really attracted to him like that. I thought his accent was funny or whatever the fuck. These are things that she said. I think she said this on, like, Wendy Williams or some interview recently. Uh-huh. There ain't a soul on God's green earth that would not give Idris Elba no play. Right. Not a single soul. Rosie O'Donnell would fuck Idris Elba. Everyone. Okay. I'm going to let you have it. Yes. Even Rose. Everybody. Everybody. And so, what are you trying to accomplish with this bullshit? Then she just went on somebody else's fucking show and started crying, talking about it, it was just the timing <laughs> or whatever. Now, when they asked, someone said something about Idris Elba on Twitter, like, nah, at least we know that we all have hope since his standards <laughs> are low, right? And he responded to that with, like, a winking emoticon and then a Santa emoji. <laughs> what kind of emoji? Like Santa Claus, which I guess in his way was saying like, ha ha, I guess you're right. Happy holidays. This nigga don't even give a fuck. Oh. Like, he's just like, like he hasn't at all come forward and claimed you because no one gives a I fuck get, about yeah. you. Idris Elba fucked you because Idris Elba probably wanted to fuck and you have this big old expensive ass and he was just like, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And then he went right back to the woman that he's supposed to be marrying or whatever who's having his baby. Like... This you were a, a side piece and right? you knew that you were a side piece so stay in a side piece place why are you trying to make a whole fucking album about it and and sell this whole Idris Elba fantasy to all of these poor black bitches wearing their fucking laced up over the knee white boots to your fucking concerts and you know like you trying because to sell this because it gets fan- her attention and that's the one thing her lonely desperate ass needs but we don't care sweetheart again we didn't ask you for this motherfucking information and we don't care he don't care his she don't care and their baby him she whatever the fuck don't no one gives a fuck about it girl leave us the fuck out of it like how much integrity do you need can you buy some of that (laughs) fuck the purchases of fuck the purchases of hearts you need to be finding somebody who's selling some fucking integrity some dignity on amazon prime and get you some free shipping some next day air 
Like immediately. Can you download it now? Like send it to your device with one click, bitch. You need some love for your damn self. Pre-order you some shame, bitch. Like, what the fuck? Are, you, like she's proud of herself for being this person, for having this relationship, for for being involved with Idris Elba, regardless of of his relationship or whatever. And I'm not even saying this to absolve him because obviously it's fucked up to you know step outside of your relationship but he's not the one coming out here talking all about it and trying to make money off of it I it's giving you I knew Plus, very I much like bitch. I knew very much what this was if you met this Nick you are grown right you are a grown ass black ass American woman right. you are grown so if this woman if you met this nigga and you're saying that you already knew he had just gotten not that he was fucking somebody not that he was dating or talking to somebody that he had a baby on the way right you're saying you didn't know the ex- shut your mouth shut your mouth okay <laughs> Taylor Swift had a birthday Woo! party recently in Tribeca where I guess she lives now all right. At her birthday party. She's the ambassador to New York now. So I you guess. You got me fucked up. If that's the case, bitch, you need to sing your ass down to the MTA and ask them why these motherfucking Metro cards are $112 a motherfucking month. Sing right. about that. Well, why don't you sing to some hearts and inspire their asses to, to power wash these damn trains down? I'm just telling you what the white Why don't you do me? that? Why don't you do that? Can you imagine if Taylor Swift really was supposed to be the voice between the people and the government of New York City? My God. <laughs> Nigga, please. Anyway, she had this birthday Has party. she sung about, um, has she sung about preventing niggas from getting choked out by the police yet? Now, you know good and damn well. Oh, she can ambassador some nuts for all I motherfucker. That's what you can do. You can be the ambassador of a fresh scrotum. Okay. And I still like blank space and wildest dreams. But you can kiss my ass about that ambassador shit. Bitch, please. Taylor Swift ain't ever paid my motherfucking fare. Okay, I did not realize that that was going to perturb the way that it did. at her party included Kelly Osbourne, Haim, Charlie XCX, Chrissy Teigen, Sam Smith, (sighs) Beyonce, and Jay-Z. Mm. How Beyonce and Jay-Z just come over to your house for I your mean, birthday? she probably stay a couple of streets over because they live in Tribeca, too. And you know they had, like... I've read that they had a karaoke machine, but you know they had, like, like cake pops yeah, and... You know, oh, you know they had all kind of shit. And, like, Pictionary. Drugs in the back. And I know they had a good-ass time. Spiked punch. And I just love that Beyonce and Jay-Z just, like... Like, like they know what message they're sending by going to that girl's birthday party. Like that whole we don't fuck with Kanye like that no more type thing. I really feel like that's what they saying. Wow. You I mean, so? because, yes, like to be at her birthday party like that, I really do. Especially since they did not go to Kanye's wedding. Sure so it's didn't. like you couldn't make it to Kanye's wedding, but you went to this bitch's birthday party. Like, really? Like, come on. Ouch. Yes. I mean, and I really feel like it's because of Kim. And if so, then I feel like it's deserved. I wouldn't want to have to spend any time with Kim Kardashian either. So if being Taylor Swift's friend is what I have to do to avoid Kardashians, that'll be what the fuck I do. I understand Beyonce and Jay-Z 100%. Um, Selena Gomez was reportedly there um, losing her mind over Justin Bieber. What? Yeah, I read in a couple websites that she had like a whole crying like fest out on some terrace. She still cares about him? And she's just crying about how no one understands her, not even her boyfriend. They still together? I don't know. Taylor can't stand him, which is another reason why sometimes I can see it for her a little bit, because she had to... Well, we have that in common, but I also can't stand her, so does that really even count for anything? I don't think you... I think you're coming around to Taylor Swift. 
like you came around to um chipotle oh so that's just the thing that you're gonna do <laughs> oh did i out you sorry <laughs> first of all bitch Okay, no one came around <laughs> to Chipotle. You Someone did. let me know that Chipotle was going to be in the building, and if I would like some, I was welcome. Right? And seeing as how I'm starving, <laughs> and I'm also a little not sober, a little. I would like for some Chipotle, yes. But you used to Shut say- Shut up. Okay. What are you even like? <laughs> Chipotle does suck. No. Because you ate it the last time, and when the producer just asked, because I was anything, hungry and I was high as fuck. Okay, <laughs> I mean I'm just saying, if it sucked that bad, you wouldn't eat it. Street meat tastes good when you're high. Okay, street no, meat can I, also kill you. I would never try street meat. I've literally never been that hungry. <sighs> Bobby Schmurda was arrested. How's, right after we saw him on the plane, we just saw him on our aircraft coming back from New Orleans, which I thought was so funny because. Okay, so we're sitting on the plane, and Andrew Schultz from The Brilliant Idiots yes. was just somehow also in uh, New Orleans and on right. our flight back, which was random. He cool was just—I ran- think he was there for like his friend's birthday. Or yeah, something. he said his friend just turned thirty-two, uh, yeah. thirty. So they went to uh, New Orleans to party, so which that makes was sense. <laughs> um, and so then when we get on the flight. Here come these three gentlemen in like these matching bright red and blue and white, <laughs> red, white, blue sweatsuits yeah like tracksuits almost kind of and then the one in the front i'm sitting in my seat and i'm looking the first thing i notice are his just his teeth like they're (laughs) so perfect and symmetrical and everything's just shiny and just large and i'm just like he kind of looks like bobby schmurda i think that's nigga that's bobby schmurda so then they go and sit down and i'm just like nigga bobby schmurda his whole crew Mm-hmm. on this flight that was fascinating and I kind of wanted to like at one point I was going to do the dance but I did want to say you know thank you for adding a moment yeah. to Ratchet Hip Hop mm-hmm. um, he also is reportedly working on a collaborative mixtape with Migos mm-hmm. which I feel like is a win for all of us <laughs> Um, it's going to be very interesting to hear. I feel like there's a very, very high possibility that someone will die behind it. Yeah. Oh. Um. Oh. Most definitely. Like they are gonna play that shit in the club in Atlanta. Somebody will get stomped out either in the club or in the parking lot. It's going to happen. Hopefully, this doesn't stand in the way. Now, um, Bobby Schmurda and his crew were arrested this morning, December seventeenth, in front of the studio, their studios, I guess. Um. There wasn't like a specific charge that was released, but the quote says the arrests were the result of a long term investigation, which involves a number of violent incidents as well as narcotics trafficking. Well, he said, um, I think maybe I've been selling cracks since fifth grade. (laughs) Yeah, he did say that. No, I mean, like he gave an interview maybe last month saying that he the police was on his back and they was always trying to bust him and and come for him. And I guess he wasn't lying. Black ass right about that. I think they recovered 25 guns in the studio, which I think offers a lot of insight as to why the police were looking for you, Bobby Schmurda. Like my nigga, come on. 25 25 whole guns. And you three arrests and 25 guns. Why are the number of guns, why is it just so many? Like, I don't, what? Okay. So Bobby Schmurda clearly. They want to go fight the Avengers? (laughs) What the fuck do they have? Where are you? What do you need? 25 guns for? 25 guns. Somebody probably does need to come and speak to you if you're just 
casually carrying around 25 yeah. I hope that's like a, I hope that's a rumor and it's not true but that's what I read so crazy I know why you I need you to not look like that the fuck who just has 25 guns well I mean if you've been selling crack since the 5th grade I mean I guess I mean he made a whole song about how he shoots niggas he just got about it a week ago like he made a whole song about how fun it is to kill niggas like of course he has 25 guns as whatever well good luck Migos project is already complete because it sounds like he won't be I mean I need to have it regardless Gucci man has released approximately 13 records from the big house (laughs) so I need to have it I don't I feel like when Gucci is out he spends all his time in the studio and then he just goes back he just waits for the time that they get him again so (laughs) he can at least have something yeah so he always has money on the books I'm not mad well those are the hot topics for this week okay so let's take a break pay some bills and come back with letters all righty hey guys don't forget to check out our sponsors over at audible you know them you love them we are obsessed make sure that you go to audiblepodcast.com slash the read to get you a free audiobook so go and check it out they've got over a hundred and fifty thousand titles i think to choose from so many amazing different books i suggest you get um things like the mastery of love the four agreements the books i always talk about mm-hmm. you can also check out the miseducation of the negro which is a really great book um loads and loads of great stuff to check out so go in and check them out at audiblepodcast.com slash the read yeah guys don't forget like if you said audible has over 150,000 titles from so many different genres fiction non-fiction bestsellers whatever you can imagine they've got it with audible you own your books so you're not streaming them and they have free apps for the iphone android and windows phone you can listen on your iphone ipod kindle fire windows phone i have a kindle that i absolutely love me too and audible is just so great for that they have a my library feature that lets you access your books anytime even from your phone so no matter what you're into or how you like to access your books audible has something for you so head on over to audiblepodcast.com slash the r-e-a-d for a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook you are absolutely going to love it yes audiblepodcast.com slash the read free books free trials free lots of things so go and check it out you're gonna love it let's get back to the show so letters yeah it's time for the listener letters send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com and we actually have two updates this week yeah the first one is from the girl remember who was dating this guy and he was homeless and he had a baby and she wanted the to one ask, that she wanted to move into her she wanted to ask house? her liberian mother if she could move <laughs> into the house so you do remember her yes okay unforgettable so she emailed us back and said hey it's angie just wanted to give you guys an update since the scolding i received i bet you did (laughs) i want to note that nothing you said made me love you any less after you guys gave me that dose of reality i concluded that asking my mother would not be the smart thing for me to do sure wouldn't have Still, I decided to be with him, and y'all were right about that as well. Having a girlfriend should have been the last thing on his list of priorities. I stayed with him, and around the week before Thanksgiving, he totally stopped contacting me. He wouldn't respond to my texts, and I couldn't call him, and I got nothing from him. Some of my friends did a little investigation on his Instagram. They followed him and posted some of his pics into our group me, and we found out that he was focused on another girl, and he calls her his Black Rican goddess. (laughs) Okay. Long story short, you guys are like, oh god! Don't date homeless boys with children. Keep slaying the podcast game one read at a time. 
Well, girl, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. And you his just listen black to- Regan princess. <laughs> like, he's just, that's so stereotypical. Good God. Ugh. These niggas find one woman really to season some shit with like, a little bit of Goya. And, and they swear sudden, to God that they have just... A mess. They've met like Yahweh. Yeah. Like, I'm, girl, what? I'm sorry that it took you going through that to realize that he wasn't shit. But now you've learned the lesson, so hopefully you won't do that again. Moving on to our next update. Remember the guy who emailed us about him and his friend having the birthday on the same day and he wants to have a party but not invite her. This letter that he sent to like 300 people. He sent it to everybody which I don't even really know how I feel about y'all doing that because then it's just like why would you send it to us and then like every other show but anyway. I don't give a shit. Yeah it's whatever. He emailed us back and said I totally realized almost immediately after I sent the email that I was being ridiculous. The problem came in because typically I am not a selfish person at all. So but she, you sent it several times. So, like, so which one did you're you... You're not selfish, but you sent this letter about... Okay, but anyway, you know what? It's fine. Because he says, I'm typically not selfish, so the idea of sharing oh. the one day that's supposed to be just mine made me temporarily crazy. I'm one of those people who typically doesn't like to make a fuss of myself on my birthday, and it is a pretty big one for me. I'm turning 21, and she's turning 25. So I decided to just talk to my friend. Naturally, she was excited and has given me even better ideas for the whole event. <laughs> I don't know what the Look hell. Look at that. I don't know what the hell I was thinking anyway. I'm broke and she's not, so now we have a bigger <sighs> spot in everything. <sighs> I cannot believe y'all actually picked the one stupid ass letter I decided to send. I need to get a journal to write my dumb thoughts down first. <laughs> I wish I had known you were turning 21. That makes all yes, the sense I in the world. I wish I had known you were turning 21. I would have been like, oh, of course. Of course you want this to be like my super sweet 16. Yeah, well, that makes a lot more sense as to why you wanted it to be about you because that's a pretty big birthday, but then it also and explains also why you were being so immature. And immature. <laughs> Bless your heart. Oh, happy birthday. Y'all have a great time, I'm sure. Okay, that's really cute. Let's move on and do our first letter. Hmm. Okay. So, I'm just going to hope she gave us a fake name. All right. And um, this is from Hannah. And she says, I live in Bristol, United Kingdom. In 2009, I started seeing this guy at my university, and we grew really close. We became serious very quickly and introduced each other to our parents, etc., within the first few weeks of our relationship. <sighs> Everything went well until 2012 when we went on a break and then eventually broke up. Once I told my mother this, she was more sad to know that not only I was breaking up with Paul, but that unfortunately I was breaking up with his family, too. Paul and I ended on good terms, so I kept an open mind when it came to the possibility of us getting back together in the future, and my mother knew this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is where it gets tricky. My mother didn't tell me that as soon as Paul and I stopped seeing each other, she went and met up with his father for a drink. Both my mother and Paul's father were separated, and I saw my mother flourish and become extremely happy, so I was happy for her when she told me that she had a boyfriend. Then she told me it was Paul's dad. Oh, mama. I wasn't really bothered, but I just found the whole situation weird. Things got serious between them pretty quickly, and before you knew it, they were buying a place together and were engaged. This they sounds got, like Gossip Girl. They got married in August, and that's when I first saw Paul. We hadn't seen each other in around two years, but our feelings stayed the same. We ended up having sex that night, but I explained it would only be one time because he was now classified as my stepbrother, and if we kept fucking, it would just be too weird. This is so gross. Well, turns out that was bullshit, and we probably had sex a good five or six times after that night. No. No way. And now I have missed Cancel, my period. Please. <laughs> 
Now I, you have missed your what? Uh, now, I, <clears throat> now I've missed my period. At the end of this, your sentence or? I took three tests this morning and they were all positive. Oh, okay, great. This is lovely. My first question is, is my mother wrong for seeing Paul's dad straight after we broke up, even though she knew feelings were still strong between the two of us? And my second question is, what the hell do I do now? Well, Hannah, everyone in this situation has made poor decisions. <laughs> Um, if that makes you feel any better. That's putting it very mildly. Um, your mother wasn't um, very considerate by dating your ex-boyfriend, your fresh ex-boyfriend's dad. Right. That right. was pretty, That's, pretty skeevy. But once you, once everybody signed off on that... <clears throat> I feel like that's when you and Paul should have made the decision internally that y'all weren't going to fuck around with each other no more, especially once they got engaged. Like, yes, but it's still also, I think it's it's still kind of messed up, I think, from the parents perspective to date someone that, you know, your child, you know, like someone's parent when you know that they're your child's ex I don't even know if I'm saying that right but you know what I'm trying to say like I just feel like you know young people your daughter whatever has a chance of maybe wanting to go and date him again or what have you whatever that's life yeah it just seems to me like all of you should have been able to find one other person in the right. world who was not like that person like of I'm all just the people. saying mom and dad did something a little I think like shady mm-hmm but from there, you made the decision to because I honestly, I could have loved that nigga with every square foot of my damn heart, which ain't much, but <laughs> I could have. And once that happened, the attraction would have been dead. Like, there's no way I could ever and be And it's like, not even incest. I want to. It's And it's not. But it might as well be because <laughs> I don't care. I don't. I'm not it interested. It just feels wrong. It just, I can't do it. So now you... Are having a, a baby. She's pregnant. You're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually hey. the title of the email, but I didn't want to spoil it for you. How to tell my family I'm pregnant with my stepbrother's baby. So, yes. Wow. That, that is, sounds like a movie starring <laughs> Kirsten Dunst. It does. It does. With like Mike Ruffalo. Um, Girl, so how do we even... Hmm. I think... Well, this is how uh, <laughs> Serena Vanderwoodson. Um, this is how she handled it. Um, this happened on TV. Oh yeah, on Gossip Girl. So maybe Serena like- and Dan were dating, and then they broke up. But then what they didn't know was that their parents had dated back in like the eighties when everyone was like on coke, and, um, and then they found each other again, and then they ended up like Serena and Dan broke up, and then the parents got back together. So then they were like stepbrother and sister, and then I think in the end the parents broke up again, and then the kids got back together. I don't know. Maybe now okay. that you're having a baby with this nigga, your parents will just kind of be like. Hey, let's not. I don't know, I mean, but you're pregnant. Married, so I, oh, they're already married. Yeah, I doubt they're gonna get a divorce because y- y'all decided to fuck around. So now they're both gonna have a <clears throat> grand baby. No, so I mean the thing about it is that it it feels weird and it sounds weird, but it's not. It's not like it's not like nasty like you fucked your cousin. Just good luck. <laughs> explaining it to people yeah it's just right right i think what you're gonna have to deal with more than anything else is just the looks from people when you tell them how this family came to be like people are gonna be looking like like really of all the people in the world that any of the four of you could have fucked it had to be like 
one another. It had to be right. But as far as like it actually being disgusting, it's like I don't think it's like nasty. Yeah, it's not cousin fucker bad. But right. it's like it's just kind of like I think everyone just lets feelings get a little yeah. get the best of you and just decide, you know what? I probably shouldn't put my my good and plenty is in this place right here. I probably shouldn't do it over here, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. So here you go. I just, so good luck with that. I don't even know <laughs> if we even helped you. Yeah, like I just, I don't want you to be like pregnant and feeling bad because then that just kind of breaks my Yeah, no, heart. I don't think that you did anything wrong. It's just kind of a complicated situation. Right. It's just, it's one of those things where you just have to think about it, think about it and be like, okay, well, these are the decisions we made and I'm going to make peace with it. Like, don't beat yourself up about it. But I mean, girl. Like all of y'all really could have made different decisions here. So yeah, each and every one. <laughs> good luck to you. And let's see, do you wanna do one more? Yeah, we can do okay. one more. So do you wanna do one about gay men in denial or gay men who use certain language? Let's do the one about mm. <laughs> Let's do the one about gay men using certain... Mm, the denial one sounds... Let's do the language one. Okay. <coughs> so this comes from Diego, who says, Here's my issue. When I first started dating my now boyfriend, he used to make some questionable language choices that made me uncomfortable. He would call other, ma- other gay men fags or say faggy, things like that. I told him I wasn't comfortable with that word, and he's gotten much better about it. The problem is that when he's around his friends, it comes out again. We went to a Thanksgiving thing with a bunch of his friends, and throughout the night I heard comments from all of them, and all of them are gay men, saying that we're fags or calling someone else a flaming fag, etc. It made me really uncomfortable, and since I was a guest at their home, I didn't want to call them out and make a huge scene. My boyfriend knows that this bothers me, but he didn't say anything about it, and sometimes he even joined in. I don't know what to do in this situation because I don't want his friends to think of me as an uptight person who can't have fun, but at the same time, I really don't think that perpetuating the use of harmful language does any good how do you guys feel about the words fag or faggy do you think there's a place for them or that they can be reclaimed like the word queer much love to (sighs) y'all so these fags i'm (laughs) kidding No, the thing is that, like, that is such a Kid Fury response. Like, that is just something. That really is. Because, I mean, I think. I just, this is the thing, and I've said it before. It's one of those, it's, it's, mm, I think it may be, like, subjective. Um, I don't know. Some people really, like, hate it. And the issue is, I don't think that fag has ever been really turned into a term of endearment mm-hmm. like i think certain homosexual men have reclaimed that word and use it and it doesn't really mean anything like i say it all the time yeah um but i notice even with myself i don't say it like the word bitch or nigga which you can say to a friend and not ever it doesn't ever have any kind of a like malicious undertone or anything to it like you could be just like oh what's up bitch or what's up nigga and it's not even like any kind of harm behind right. it you don't even mean anything bad by it right whereas fags is always almost always something that you say out of like shade even if you say mm-hmm. it to friends like sometimes it'd be like oh girl you're such a fag like yeah. and you know that I don't mean any harm by it no one even thinks of it but it's like it's something I might say to you when it's like you're just being dumb or you're just being a complete flamer at the moment or whatever and we can laugh about it and move on but even just like words like 
Right. Even with words like nigga and words like bitch, there are people who just don't accept it and don't like it at all. And I feel like you have to respect people's um, respect people's like limits and respect that people are offended by certain things and vice versa. Respect that people aren't offended by certain things. And that's just how the you know, they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Now, if you say that your boyfriend doesn't if you've said to your boyfriend that you don't like hearing the word faggot or you don't like when he says it and he's, you know, you said that he's gotten better about it, which means he recognizes that it bothers you and he tries not to, but he probably says it all the time around his friends. And so when he's around them, it's going to be different. And I think it's also, it might be kind of unfair for you to sell the whole group of friends that have acted however long you know how acted however for however long to be like oh well y'all shouldn't say that because it's how i feel because they'll probably be like well we don't really give a fuck when to say it anyway <laughs> like, like girl well, who invited you <laughs> right like right you know okay, what i'm saying man. so right exactly i don't really know how much good confronting them about that would do yeah. so i'm really not even sure what I would say. I think if it makes you that, it's probably easiest for me because I'm just almost like never offended by shit. Right. I think if you're that uncomfortable by it, then you just need to not hang out with them. Right. Asking them to to change their language, I think, is unreasonable, especially if it's something that they say within their group of friends. Like people have their own jargon amongst friends, and if you, you know, I. But I also see it as like. As far as I'm concerned, gay people can say things that straight people can't. Like, if it was a group of straight people calling each other fag, I would say something about it. But if it's a bunch of gay people, I wouldn't. Like, I I just, I see it that way. So, because the whole clique is gay. But see, some people don't. Some people will, some gay men will be completely okay with other gay men saying fag, but they will not see it for a lesbian or a bisexual girl doing it. I don't care either way. I feel like if you're a part of the gay community, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me or come across the same way as when a straight person does it personally people feel differently about things certain things strike people differently or they have they're sensitive towards different things you just have to do your best to respect people's limitations or what they accept and what they don't right. but you can and if he tries his best to respect the way that you feel in in privacy then i feel like that's all you can really ask of him if you're around him and his friends and it's something that makes you uncomfortable then don't hang around him and his friends hang yeah. around him and your friends like right simple and plain right yeah you don't you have the right to not hear that word if you don't want to absolutely and also i think it's important to to um, acknowledge that i completely understand like the sting and the pain and the evil behind that word but i also understand reclaiming words and how it means how it works not everyone agrees with it not everyone thinks that it's um that it's a sensible or or like a helpful productive uh process taking a word and like taking that meaning back and saying well you're not gonna hurt not everyone thinks that that shit Mm -hmm. works or does anything um positive but plenty of people do so i just feel like you have to just again respect people in the way that they feel also don't feel like you can call me a dyke and then if i call you a fag it's a problem please don't also please because a lot of people seem to think that is perfectly fine to call lesbians dykes, but if somebody calls you a fag, then it's a problem. And, and that's another are. community. Uh, that's another thing I think that gay men in particular need to be cognizant of because we, 
I don't even say by nature, but gay men get, I feel like we might get away with saying the most <laughs> out of any other group of people. Because, yeah, because it's gay very men, different if I say, if I call somebody a fag and you call somebody a dyke, this is a very different response. Gay men can be very, very misogynistic. I myself, you know. You know, I say bitch and heffa and all these things all the time. I don't say dyke very much. The only time I will say that word is when I'm around my dyke friends. Yes, because you love to use it with me. (laughs) All You call me a dyke all the time. It just feels so good in your mouth. (laughs) And I just love it. Like, it's funny as hell to me coming from you. (laughs) Like, I don't just... But, you know, we're friends and that's the kind of relationship we have. Some random... No straight person could call me a dyke, period. I don't care if gay people call me dykes. Like, at And all. I wouldn't walk up to, like, any old girl just because I know right. a girl likes exactly. girls. I would never call her a dyke without, you know, knowing her like that. Exactly. That's me, too. Like, I don't just call gay men fags. But if you call me dyke, I'm going to assume that it's cool for me to call you Why fags. wouldn't it be? Right. But there, but there are right. Where they're like, I don't know. Like, girl, okay, like, don't try it, though. Like, don't feel like you can call me one and I can't call you the other. It don't work like that i just feel like if you're going to um you know come out of a bag with people over words then you need to know them and Mm -hmm. study them and understand how they work and how words are spelled Mm -hmm. and that they mean things and if you can't accept and swallow that part up then you shouldn't even have anything we got a similar question from a white person whose white friends you know are saying nigga on facebook and when he says something about it they just like oh well fuck you nigga 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 or like black people say it so we can say it too it's freedom of speech and blah blah blah. like you know just regular shit like yeah but you have to recognize that that is ignorance like there's even whether you said it or not they still gonna say it because it doesn't have anything to do with you and it doesn't have anything to do with the understanding of why black people say nigga or why gay people say fag or dyke or whatever they don't know anything about that no i just mean like as far as calling out somebody for their language is concerned like oh, right. like you calling out your if you if you're doing this on Facebook then you calling out your friends, coworkers, you know, people that you know. So I feel like that's completely appropriate versus calling out your boyfriend's group of friends that you just met. That feels to me like you are overstepping your boundaries. Like you don't know them like that. So that's right. just how, yeah, And that's clearly that like an it, like that's a inside circle right. kind of thing that's right. with them. Most of them probably feel the same way. They probably wouldn't just go on and right. meet a gay guy off the street and just like, be I like, would, oh fags. You know what I'm saying? I like I would hate for you to meet like me and my friends and at bear witness to the way we talk. Like you would think we were all heathens who were most just, of y'all feel like you may raised know raised by Kay Michelle's and Keisha Coles like you would think we had no sense and just no sort of decorum about ourselves at all we're trash most people probably feel like they know like us or kind of get it <laughs> if yeah. when these microphones and shit ain't on <laughs> sit in the fucking room with us for a smooth 15 minutes <laughs> and you may like, want to like fuck? put a little something extra in that offering plate on Sunday <laughs> Because we're just the worst. Yeah, we really are. Like, we're just utter garbage. Like, y'all have no idea. You're getting, like, such a tiny percentage of it. But anyway, hopefully that answers your question. If you have a question, send it to asktheread at gmail.com, and we will be right back. Hey, guys, don't forget to check out our sponsors at NatureBox. As always, if you go to naturebox.com slash the read, you will get a lovely surprise in the form of what... 
free snacks. That's right. Nature Box is offering free snacks. They'll ship directly to your home. They can send it to P.O. boxes. They can send it to your office. They've got all kinds of delicious stuff to choose from, from savory, sweet, salty, tangy, whatever it is that you're into. Um, they've got sriracha covered cashews, which we talk about every week. Delicious. Santa Fe corn sticks, which tastes like um, one of my other favorite treats. They've got granola and all kinds of delicious things on there, which are much better for you than stuffing your face full of a whole bunch of processed whatever. Right. And you don't even have to go to the grocery store. You can have Nature Box sent to the home or office. You can keep snacks in the car with you so that you always have them on the go. Like Kit Fury said, they have a bunch of different options available to you. And when you do decide to sign up with Nature Box, you can be surprised every month or you can pick out the exact snacks you want. Everything on Nature Box has been nutritionist approved, so there's nothing like artificial flavors or trans fat or high fructose corn syrup or anything along those lines. So again, head on over to naturebox.com slash the read. You get a free trial box of five snacks. You guys are going to love it. We absolutely love it. So again, that's naturebox.com slash the R-E-A-D. Get a free trial. What could it possibly hurt? And then if you like it, choose one of their other options and enjoy every month. That's right. Naturebox.com slash the read. Go check them out. And let's go back to the show. All right. So it's time for the read. And I'm going to go first because my read is pretty much short and sweet. Okay. So, uh, the other day in wake of the, you know, the Eric Garner situation and lots of people having, um, there's actually been a lot of really amazing rallies and peaceful protests going on all across the, the country and the world, really. So, that's awesome. Um Jay-Z met with, uh, was it the, it was the governor, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe a week or so ago. Um, I think he also gave a whole bunch of uh, Brooklyn Nets players the I Can't Breathe shirts. And then I think he caught some shade off of that because he wasn't wearing one of the shirts himself and they felt like he should have been wearing one even though he, whatever. So... Um, he went down and met with the governor to talk about, I guess, um, like police citizen relations and racial issues and whatever, you know, just being, you know, a Carter and, um, (laughs) the New York post and Fox news, when they mentioned this, you know, nice, peaceful, (laughs) heartwarming moment they decided to run headlines with the label former crack dealer ex crack dealer after jay-z's name so very very short because we both know new york post fox news these are our publications these are um corners of the media where they intentionally troll the fuck out of people specifically people of color mm-hmm. immigrants what have you um i just want to say that jay-z and even just these short few days maybe a week and a half has done more for black people not even just black people 
But for people out on the street who would just like to live their lives without being murdered by police officers, he's done more for people by just going and speaking to politicians, by going to games and and being a part of a movement or a campaign that's promoting peace. He's done more for these people in this past week than I think I have ever heard the New York Post or Fox News do for people ever in my life. This is just my own personal perspective from all the times that I've ever heard of the New York Post and Fox News when they're talking about these things. It's usually just them shading the fuck out of whoever, being disrespectful, being absolutely ridiculous. All as far as I'm concerned, in name of some clicks, some discussion, some, oh my goodness, I can't believe that they would print this. Like, Jay-Z sold drugs. Jay-Z is not the only celebrity that has sold drugs. Plenty of these white celebrities that y'all have your kids listening to are buying the drugs from niggas that still selling drugs today. But it's today, not even relevant. And they're doing it. So it's not even, I don't understand what that has to do with what he's doing today. Jay-Z could have sold somebody a dime bag yesterday. What the fuck does that have to do with Jay-Z meeting with the governor and having a conversation about what's going on in the country today? Like, I don't understand why every time a person of color tries to do something just ain't not even tries a person you could just be a good person you could just be a stellar human being you could just be the shit and whatever the fuck it is that you're the shit at you could just be mind your own business slaying the game as we have you know done since the dawn of time and there's always going to be some just disgusting yep. serpent assed racist in the corner waiting to belittle you and like invalidate the strides that you have taken to make yourself better to make the world better and what have you Jay-Z is this huge star and so whatever who gives a fuck like he talks about selling drugs all the time whatever the fuck who even cares like I just want you to know that it's ridiculous I want you to know that I see what you're doing and I call foul bitch you can suck a whole bag of dicks happy holidays Okay. I feel like that was very succinct. I just wanted to keep it short and to the point. And I absolutely agree. Like, they don't introduce Governor Cuomo and say something like, you know, Andrew Cuomo, masturbator. Like, they don't, you these random personality traits are something that somebody did. Like, you're just bringing this up for what? Like, just to be racist. Like, there's no other reason to call Jay-Z an ex-crack dealer while he's talking about, like, Woody Allen, fuck em, pervert. Fuck em, like fuck it's em. never. Fuck him, fuck him. Anyway, care. what's Winona yours? Winona Ryder, thief. Killing <laughs> like, no. on camera, right? Like just whatever. Fuck them. So <clears throat> my read this week is another fucked up story out of Missouri. Okay. This one comes out of Kansas City, and uh, there is a child in elementary school by the name of Dakota. I think it's Nafsinger. Okay. And Dakota was born without eyes, so he is blind. And he uses a cane to get around school and, you know, home basically everywhere because when you don't have eyes, obviously you need That's, some assistance. Yeah. Obviously. So Dakota was on the school bus and he either hit somebody with his cane or he raised his cane up in the air and the bus driver thought he was going to be violent with it. Either way, the cane was taken away from the child mm. and he was given a pool noodle to use instead as punishment. And not just 
you know, you hit somebody with your cane on the bus. So during the bus ride, we're going to take your cane and then we give it back to you when you get off the bus and we talk to your parents about what happened. You know, that might be an appropriate punishment. Possibly. The school removed the cane from the child's possession and gave him a pool noodle to use instead. And this is evidently his punishment like for two weeks. The school owns the cane. The child, I don't. I think the family can't afford their own cane, and so since the school owns it, they can take it away whenever they want to. However, and this is where the read comes in, you gotta be one sadistic son of a bitch to take a cane from a blind child. Like my nigga, really? That what? You took. Okay, so let's say, let's assume the worst. Let's say somebody pissed Dakota off and he was like, fuck you, bitch. And he just deliberately cracked somebody upside the head with the cane. Okay. That's a problem. And he it should have been removed from him then and given back to him when he got off the bus. And there should have been something, you know, happening with his parents. Because, you know, you need to have a conversation about how you cannot just be hitting people with canes. It's not like a regular schoolyard fight. You could really cause some, some injury here. Like, you could really fuck somebody up like that. Yes, have that conversation but remove the cane from the child's possession and give him a fucking pool noodle instead are you because of school property and you can do that are y'all out of not bad enough that you're you know are you out of your goddamn minds and apparently this is his first year having the cane and so it's helped him out a lot as far as like development and and being able to get around on his own and being more independent and the pool noodle does not suffice he can't like feel things or whatever. No shit. Like this is just exceptionally cruel. You got to be one sick motherfucker to say not only are we gonna take this child's cane, but we gonna take it for the next two weeks. He's already blind, goddamn. So you just want to piss on him first? Like, bitch, he's blind. You took a cane from a blind child, like, and it's not like he needs it. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, what are you gonna do next? Like, you just who does this type of you gonna set up obstacles and shit in the middle of the of the hallway like you you deliberately getting in this child's way of like having some sort of semblance of an independent life and being able to do things on his own and and, and taking part in the learning environment as much as he possibly can the baby was born without eyes now goddamn. i mean what the fuck, fuck? missouri i don't even want to act like this with y'all because i've been in missouri many times the people that I have met there are fantastic, but what the hell is going on with your institutions? Like, what is going on with your government-sponsored institutions in Missouri? I don't get it. Everybody's fucked up. The police ain't got no goddamn sense, and now evidently educators don't either. Like, you took a cane from a, an eight-year-old. He's eight. <laughs> the fuck? The I don't fuck? even... I can't even... So apparently, I think people are now trying to raise money for Dakota's family to afford oh, wow. their own cane. Okay, great. Which I think is fantastic. I hope that I didn't just hear that out of nowhere and it really Let is true. Let me know but where I, just, I can donate. It's something so fucking wrong with y'all. Like, I can't even... It's difficult for me to put into words how much of a shithead you have to be to deny a blind child a cane. Like, really? Like, girl, really? And that's Marie. <sighs> So. Well, that's the read this week. It is. Um, make make sure, sure that you go to thisistheread.com. That's it. <laughs> as well as Facebook. Yes. And Twitter. And we just hit 10,000 followers on Facebook. So thank you very much. Everybody. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's not like some little operation with, you know, 
20 likes or something. It, it really does exist. People use Facebook. For you to not even know that we have. You like us on Facebook. I do? Yes. I just was on Facebook earlier and it said the Fury is a fan of this page. I'm like, this motherfucker is a fan of ours. Like, obviously. But like, you like, you took the time out of your day to like the page and you forgot about it immediately afterwards. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much to all of our great Facebook fans. I love interacting with y'all when I get the chance to do that on Facebook. Maybe we'll get Kid Fury on there, too. Um, But also follow us at Twitter at This Is The Read. And make sure you head over to the website where you can see bios and hear every episode and all that. Shout out to everybody who just recently... came into the read i've been getting a lot of tweets lately from people who are saying i've been binging on y'all all month and so that's just dope also shout out to slate um because they named oh yeah say no to fuck boys one of the top 25 podcast episodes of all time which just feels like, like what i got like of all the podcasts like wow just us you know in the studio going off on these fuck niggas who ain't shit so thank you very much slate for that um that's a really dope honor and do you have anything, Kefiri? Yes. Um, the acronym is. Oh wait, I thought you had news because I have oh. one more piece of news. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Also, you guys, make sure you head on over to thereadsurvey.com. We have a short, quick survey that we'd like you guys to fill out. Um, that's going to help us improve the show and all that sort of thing. So, thereadsurvey.com, please. Um, and we appreciate you taking the time out to do that. Come on! In my ear, though. Oh, to know. Like right in my ear. There's a new me. Come now. I'm over the Not to help me. Okay. Not to want me. <laughs> I'm completely positive. All right. Not. Are you done? That's the show, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.